Welcome to the Marine Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy, combined with my medical background, have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to the Marine Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. We are live here in Seattle, and we're welcoming back Eric, who's been across the pond, hanging out for a couple weeks. <laughs> Good afternoon, Marie. Good to <laughs> yeah, see you again. it's great to see you. And, and you just got it. You're welcome. You just got in yesterday. I did, yeah. So I will admit to being just a little <laughs> yeah. bit dazed still. Yeah. You know, I uh, spent uh, about uh, 10 hours on the plane yesterday. And uh, arrived in the uh, the morning hours yesterday, and so um, still kind of you know reco- recouping on sleep. So. Oh, I know the feeling, and um, thank you so much for being here. You look bright and bushy-tailed to me. You don't thank look you. All thank tired, you. and did you have a wonderful time? I did have a wonderful time, Yay. aside from growing a bushy tail, apparently. <laughs> but but yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. I uh, went to uh, Paris and London and uh, Brighton. Oh wow! And uh, Edinburgh and Scotland. Oh my. Gosh. Just had a great time. Oh my so. gosh. Well, we're so glad you got to have a lovely vacation and go Thank visit you. family and friends mm-hmm. and that you re- arrived back to the States safely and that you're back at your job. You know, we're just very happy that um, you got to have that time away and that we get to have you back. Yes. Yes. So thank you so <laughs> it's much. good to be back. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. So it's Thursday on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And on Thursdays, I get the pleasure and the honor of interviewing other people, um, like minded individuals who are also. Um, helping others in their thought processes and evolution of their spirit and their consciousness. So today I'm interviewing Sally Felton. She is a radio show host, life coach, hypnotherapist, author, facilitator, and inspirational speaker. Sally's popular radio show, A Fresh Start with Sally Felton, hosts various guests and is designed to provide conscious-raising topics to empower listeners. Sally is the co-author of several books, including Stepping Stones to Excess with Deepak Chokra, and now, GPS for Success with Stephen, Stephen um, Covey, John Gray, Les Brown, and other great thought leaders. It's really um, quite an interesting book. Some of the stories are actually quite fascinating about what people get to do and make a fabulous living doing it. So welcome to the show, Sally. Thank you, Marie, very much. I am just honored to be with you and your listeners. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Is it funny to be on the other end, you know, to be yeah, interviewed? it is. It is. You're sort of sitting here going, okay, now what's my producer going to be telling me? And (laughs) he's going to be, you know, talking to my left ear while I hear the show in my right ear. So, yeah, it's, you know it well. I know. I know. I have a hard time backing down. Um, So, you know, it's it's actually kind of nice because you can step back and relax. That's true. You don't have to look Absolutely. at the clock or anything. You can just, yep. you know, be a guest and mm-hmm. and share your wonderful talents with mm-hmm. us. So, and actually, I think I saw on Facebook that you just came out with another book. In fact, it just went to Amazon, I believe it is. It's about getting rid of clutter. Is that correct? It is. It is. The title is, If I'm So Smart, Why Can't I Get Rid of This Clutter? <laughs> yeah. And it's not just physical clutter, which comes to mind for people. Mm. It's mental, physical, and emotional. Mm. There are three. And and you're right, because even when people get rid of clutter in their home, there's like an emotional release when you do it well. 
Oh, there really is. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It, it's yeah. fascinating to me. I love the cover of the new book. I like GPS for Success as well. I haven't seen the first book that you um, co-authored um, with Stepping Deepak. Stones to Success, right? Yeah, I haven't seen that yeah. one. That sounds lovely. But I love the, the new one because it's like a 1950s kind of looking housewife on, on the front. You know, it's adorable. She looks just adorable. I love the colors, too. So you obviously love to write. I do. And when the publisher called me, she said, I really want you to write this book. Mm-hmm. And I said, really? <laughs> I said, well, how much time do I have? Four months. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Okay, so, you're brave. Okay, I'm not even going to tell you how long it took me to write my first book. You are brave. Well, you know, I had to sit back and say, what would I say to my clients? <laughs> and one would be step out of your comfort zone. The second would be what is the challenge? What don't you think you can do? Wow. Is that really real? Could you not write a book in four months? What are the obstacles? Wow. So I really started to be my own coach and said, I, I told her, give me 48 hours. And I will get back to you. So I said, how long is this book? And she said, it has to be over 200 pages. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And it has to be at least 64,000 words. Wow. When she said 64,000 words, Marie, I froze. (laughs) Yeah, because that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. I really did. I I said, I've never written anything Probably even in school <laughs> with that, that many amount. words. Yeah. So what I did was I said, okay, I'm going to to apply the smart rules. Hmm. S being simple, M being measurable, uh, A attainable, R realistic, T time oriented. Wow. So I said within these two days. I'm going to gather all my notes, I'm going to copy-paste, throw them into a Word document, and hit Word. How, well, how, it, how many words do I have? <laughs> I took client stories, I took everything I had, threw them in there, and I came up with 25,000 words. Excellent. I said, game on, I can do this. Game on. Lovely. You know, one of the things I love about life coaches is just like how you did this in your own life. That's what life coaches do. They're able to break it down in a way that you can measure it, look at it honestly, ask the healthy questions rather than going into fear. Or I think the many reasons why people seek out life coaches is if they're wise enough to seek them out, because I think life coaches are invaluable. You know, it's different than a therapist. It, although no, it's very different. It is. Although I'm not saying that you don't help in some way in an emotional component, but it's it's not, you know, deep, you know, talk therapy about childhood. It's yeah. it's about let's move through these strategizing circumstances so you can get to your end result. And mm-hmm. wow, I, I love it. You were able to take all your natural gifts and talents and uh, put it to your own good use. That's fantastic. Well, it was very interesting to see what came up for me. Mm-hmm. And the fear was, was I good enough? Wow. Here I was writing a book, was I good enough? It was amazing to see that surface. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, where is this coming from? And I realized it was 
when I stayed back in fifth grade. Ah. That memory and that feeling of not being able to measure up, Mm -hmm. I thought that had come off my shoulder. (laughs) I said, we need to talk again. (laughs) Self, we need to talk because I'm really tired of this. Well, and I I think you point out something very important that I know all the listeners are listening to and and putting that information into their own lives. Sometimes when you feel you've really worked on something significantly, and you have for that moment in your life, Mm -hmm. but you may go deeper. You may reach another mountain of success or new adventure, and old patterns can come up to, you know, your ego tries to scare the heck out of you again. As you embrace more of your self-empowerment. So it's really a normal cycle, but it is shocking when you feel like you've taken care of it and you, you haven't witnessed it in years, you know? What's so true? I mean, I was, I was typing away and I said, really? Is this really (laughs) happening? Yeah. And I actually have included that as one of my stories in the chapter on emotional clutter. Mm. Mm. I thought, Hey, you know, it's right here. It's real. Why not share it? So I I, um, I do risk being very personal, telling my own journey. I think it's great. In in this, both mental, physical, and emotional clutter. Yeah, I we think it's great. We all have it to some degree. Yeah, I just recently cleaned out my house. I mean, like big time. Got rid mm-hmm. of old furniture that's been in my garage for over a decade that I was saving for my kids who I've realized are not interested in it mm-hmm. and cleaned out closets. And, and I was fine while it was all happening, but it was interesting at one point when it was like done, which took weeks, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, weeks of dump and goodwill and all of that. I had a lot of emotional release and memories that came to my mind. And it was very cathartic and incredibly healing and very empowering. It was Mm -hmm. a great feeling. So I know you have your own radio show, and I guess your husband uh, also does too. Yes. Yes. I have my own uh, Fresh Start with Sally Felton, and it's all about empowering people to move forward in their lives, especially if they're stuck. Mm -hmm. And then the third Wednesday of each month, my husband Conway and I do a show about hope, for those dealing with depression. He's had depression for, oh, wow, over 37 years. I just love that when I read that. And the two of you are writing a book together about depression. Absolutely. And last night we were asked to talk at McLean's Hospital Mm -hmm. in Massachusetts, which is one of the premier hospitals that deals with um, mental illness. And that was... For him, that was so empowering. Hmm. So empowering. Is that where you live in Massachusetts? Yep, we do. Great. Yep. Great, because yep. I don't see that part in your bio. Um, so what we're going to do, Sally, is we're, we're going to take a little break here on the Marie Cherry Show. We have callers already lined up, so we'll come back. We'll, of course, talk about GPS and your new book about getting rid of clutter, because that's fascinating. And I encourage people to go to Amazon.com and look for that book, because, again, I love the cover. Um, and then we'll also take callers' um, questions. Perfect. Great. We'll be right back. Are you curious about the other side or afterlife experiences? You may not remember living in this alternate realm, but it is your true home. 
Marie has worked with thousands of clients providing closure and healing for those living here on earth and those now living on the other side. Join Marie at her Other Side Workshop Saturday, October 8th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Real people, real life, real radio. Really? Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. We're live here in Seattle. And of course, you can go to my website, energyintuitive.com, and click on the Listen Live button under the radio page. And you can listen to the show live. You can also go to KKNW's website. What is that address, Eric? That's 1150kknw.com. I love that. Beautiful. And you guys have a little blue button on your radio page. We do. There's it. a Listen Live button. You just click on that, and that'll give you a couple options if you're a uh, uh, PC or you're a Mac, you're, we've got you covered. So oh, either I way. I love it. I love it. And with the internet, you can pretty much listen from anywhere in the world. That's right. Unless your country blocks you out for some reason. <laughs> That's like true. We have China some countries but... <laughs> that actually do that. I always forget about that. And we have been blessed here on the show to have callers from Australia and South Africa mm-hmm. and places I can't remember right now. Spain, Scotland for Scotland. one. Yeah yeah. 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 We've been very blessed here on the show. So we thank all of our listeners for listening, of course, and for calling in and being brave to ask questions. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and we can um, see what Sally has to offer our wonderful listeners as well. All right, very good. Let's talk to Mark calling from, not too far away, calling from Graham, Washington. Hi, Mark. How are you? Hi, Mark. I'm good. Hello. Thanks for taking my calls, girls. Hey, Marie, just a quick side note before uh, I ask my question here. Does that uh, cleaning out of your garage uh, have anything to do with you start cooking again? Oh, my God, yeah. I actually started cooking right after that happened, which I haven't cooked in a decade, at least not the food I used to cook. Um, but now I'm making Middle Eastern food again, and, oh, my gosh, the house smells amazing. So, yeah, that was kind of interesting. Thanks for asking the question. So do you have a question for Sally? Uh, well, I don't really know. if I I just kind of called in for a, a general reading for you, from you. Um, uh so I don't know. Uh, I'm, you know, as you know, I'm starting up a new business, yeah. so she would be. A... <laughs> I, I know she can help you with that. So, do you have a question about the business? Like, how's it going? Uh, well, the business is is going okay, but I'm in a little snag with a guy that abandoned a bunch of equipment here two years ago, and the landlord thought it was all his, and 
And now this guy says, no, he's got a judgment against it, and that's one of the reasons I took this place is for all this equipment, so I might have to be buying all new equipment. But uh, I guess, yeah, so general question is, how do you think that's going to come out? <laughs> so, Sally, when people are, you know, like in a place that Mark's talking about, you know, in, in, in terms of getting things organized so you can open up your business and open up your door, what are some of the um, guidelines or tools that you would use to help someone move through that? I hear your struggle here. Mark, and I, I, um, I feel for you. One of the things that's very important when you start to open up a business is to think about what it is that you need to have in place to have all the T's crossed and the I's dotted. Um, could there have been any restriction on the equipment prior to your knowledge? Well, nobody seen this coming. I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. this guy just abandoned it, and then he's seen the opportunity when he's seen signs opening up. Oh, that's my equipment I left in there two years ago. I think I'll go get some money out of it. Huh. Um, have you discussed this with a lawyer? Well, they're, the landlord's lawyer's looking into it, but uh, yeah, they're saying, well, we thought it was all cut and dry since it was abandoned equipment, but now he's got some ruling. So he sold it to the previous tenant here, and the tenant went bankrupt, and so he's, oh. he's got some ruling on it that nobody yeah. knew about. <laughs> Sounds like he probably, you know what I think is interesting, and I'm sure, Sally, you can relate to this, is that a lot of times, especially when you're really trusting, and oh, yeah. I've learned this in my own business, I need to have documentation. Mm-hmm. I need to have letters, um, sign contracts. Like, it's very important just to protect my own interest. Well, and I was, I meant, I even talked to the leasing agency, you know, I said, well, I want that in the in the lease saying that the equipment's mine, and then we both forgot about it when it came to signing mm-hmm. it. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Le- well, you know, that's a lesson learned. Right. It may be a, a mistake on your part, but it really isn't. That is a lesson learned, and I think... We can beat ourselves up 24-7 to say, you know, I should have, and I didn't, and I really made a bad mistake, but guaranteed you will be more conscious of looking at documentations when you sign them, or documents when you sign them the next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah you would think so. Learn. I got the same problem about being too trusting with people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm sure everyone had good intentions, like, oh, this is great, but you still have to, like, oh, I need that signed piece of paper. Exactly. Just to cover me later. Yep. So it's yep. kind of exciting. My feeling is, and I'd love to hear what Sally's feelings are, too, I think it's going to work out okay. I, I don't know why. I just, my heart opens when I think about it, and... So maybe this guy's going to back down or he's going to realize, wow, he already sold it to the other guy and he can't sell it again, you know, or something of that nature. Um, feels good to me. What about you, Sally? Do you have like a... Well, especially if he sold it to the other person, he now, he, he doesn't own it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially if this other owner who bought the equipment has any receipts, that's just going to be in your favor. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, he never paid for it, and then he filed bankruptcy, so this guy filed. Oh, I see, yeah. Uh-huh. So, it, you know, it's it's all a bunch of gobbledygook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. It is. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well, I, you know, I got a feeling it's all going to work out, too. I just, yeah, you know. I do. You know, maybe you'll get it at a great discount, you know, or something of that nature because, you know, not everyone's buying brand new equipment or good functioning equipment because it looks like good equipment to me um, to start a new business. And so, you know, something I, I think there'll be a really great resolution. And, yeah, Sally and I have learned. I'm sure Sally has. I know I have. The hard way that we have to have these documents and have them signed and notarized or dated um, to Isn't protect our assets. <laughs> no. You know, so, Sally, what do you think about that? So that's that part where, he, you know, you, you want to trust everyone. And yeah, then, you do. And yeah. you do want to trust everybody. And it was very interesting. Even this morning I was at a board meeting and one of the lawyers happened to say, I was very trusting with one of my friends, and I actually had to fire her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was almost as if it was okay for her to say, you know, I didn't have the time to do this. I wasn't able to do that and have this lawyer sit make it okay mm-hmm. acceptable and mm-hmm. it's not and i think Isn't that's it funny how family and friends they, they it, think they got special privileges isn't it really <laughs> yes it is and i think that's a good story for mark um because of his generous spirit and his trusting nature yeah. you know you're gonna have employees soon i have fired three assistants by the way in my past because mm-hmm. it took me a while to figure out who was good for me Mm-hmm. And um, and it was very hard. And, you know, maybe I wouldn't have done it exactly the way I did it. You know, now today I would have had conversations a lot sooner, um, but it made it clear for me about what I really need. And, yep. that, you know, that I really need someone there who can truly support me on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. So so it's a learning curve. And this is really great practice for you when you have employees and they kind of show up <laughs> late or they leave early. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they're going to have to sign a contract with you. Exactly. Right, right. That's that's great. So I'm excited for you. I think it's all going to work out great. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate both of your input. And Good you guys luck. have a great day. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um. So now we're going to go to our next caller. Who do we have, Eric? We've got Cameron in Seattle on the line. Hi, Cameron. Hi. And and so, what can we do for you? Oh well, I just had a general question for you. Um, lately, I've been getting more information and like working towards going to school, um, a university in Vienna, Austria. Mm. And I'm just like wondering because I know you're really good with timing and everything. Um, like, what timing would be best for me? Would it be best for me to go this spring term to start school there, or just wait till next fall? Mm. Um, because I mean, I'm open to waiting if need be, but like. If I am supposed to be there for spring, I want to know so I can do more work, you know? Well, I'm going to have Sally address the question first because, you know, she's going to ask some really cool questions. Oh, okay, You know, that are about, you know, how do we plan these things? So, Sally, do you have some some thoughts for Cameron? Cameron, a question that just popped into my head. What season do you like the best? I I do like spring better than fall just because it's like, sunnier and everything but <laughs> mm-hmm. so what would it be like if you went over there in the spring um i mean i think that like it would be okay um i'm i'm just i guess the thing is is like what would i do during the summertime 
like, how would I keep myself busy over there, you know? And my mom was saying maybe it'd be better to just wait for fall or something so I wouldn't have to deal with figuring out, like, how to earn money, like, in the summer or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But what a wonderful opportunity to be out of your comfort zone a little bit and explore some things that you might like to do in the summer over there. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree because one of the things I pick up about you, Cameron, is that you're a hard worker and you uh-huh. love to work hard. And so it makes sense to go over there in the fall when you go to school and you've got your backpacks and all your homework and you, you know, you're, you know, focused. But I agree with um, Sally. It would be really fun for you to go play and meet people while you're in a relaxed state, not some hurried, stressed out college experience. Yeah, I agree. The winter yeah. comes at us very fast. Uh-huh. And many times there are very a lot of cloudy days, uh-huh. and that might bring your spirit down. Yeah, so I have starting, a with that too. you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, even more reason to go in the spring to build up your stamina, to build up your energy, to build up your motivation and enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Plus, it takes yeah. a while to feel comfortable in a foreign country. Sure does. Mm-hmm. I lived over there for a year. Ooh. I did. Oh. And I went in, the, in uh, when did I go? September. But I'm, a, I'm an avid skier, so the winter is something I just relish. Yeah. I relish the winter. Um, but it does. It is a culture shock. Mm-hmm. It takes you about five to six weeks to really get used to the culture, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let alone the language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you need to play. I think that that's an you important part for you is you're, you're going to work hard your whole life. That's just the type of person you are. You'll probably never retire. Either will Sally, either will I. Some people just have it in their DNA. They're going to work some way all of their life. Yep. So yeah. you need to learn how to play so that yep. when you have time off, you can you know how to get in that energy state and just let yourself relax and not have something to do unless it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Do you, do you see like me getting all my paperwork and everything done by the, the deadlines for the spring term? Yeah, I don't see a problem. I mean, you're going. I, I think you're going to really enjoy it. You're going to learn a lot. It's going to be a great mm-hmm. experience for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. That's really helpful to me. Good luck, Cameron. Thanks to both of you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. Yes. And so we're going to take a break here on the Marie Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, and I'm interviewing life coach Sally Felton. She's also a radio show host A Fresh Start with Sally Felton. And she's the author, the co-author of Stepping Stones to Success, GPS for Success. And what's your new book? If I'm so smart... Why can't I get rid of this clutter? (laughs) Yeah, I love it. We'll be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. 
Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Get to know your spirit guides at Marie's November 5th Saturday Workshop. Marie, along with her guides and yours, will help you to feel more confident in your connection. This interactive day-long workshop will assist you in unraveling the mystery of your guides. You will learn techniques to better understand their existence in your life and to communicate with them. Come join Marie at the Courtyard on Lake Union on November 5th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Hi, this is Adam Seward. Join me for an afternoon of presence. Awaken life every Monday at 3 p.m. here on Alternative Talk, 1150. For more info, go to www.embracingsilence.com. Join Marie on October 20th for her Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Stepping into Consciousness will be held from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. That's 425-825-5671. Hello, I'm Lauren Archer. I'm a hypnotherapist who helps people change their energy by changing their mind. And I'm Lorelai Spiegelman. I'm an energy healer that helps people change their minds by changing their energy. Together, we are the Soul Sirens of Seattle, sending out the call for you to remember and awaken the wisdom of your soul. Tune in on Monday afternoons at 4 o'clock here on Alternative Talk 1150. Outside the box, outside the norm, inside your radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle and, of course, live on the Internet. And you can also go to my radio page at energyintuitive.com and listen to any show. They're all archived. Um, actually, next month, Eric, we're going to be on live on the air for three years. Wow, three years already. I know. Shocking, huh? It has just flown by. <laughs> it really has. So we'll be moving into our fourth year, which is very exciting. Absolutely. There's a lot of shows to choose from, and we've been fortunate enough to interview a lot of lovely people, just like Sally Felton that we're interviewing today. So, Sally, um, you talk about how uh, how hard it is for people to change habits and, and try something different. And, and what is that like when you're trying to help them? Well, I noticed that, number one, their tone of their voice changes. That's one of the first things I notice. When I will challenge them to take one step further, and I will say to them, so what's happening here? I'm sensing that uh, there's a little disconnect, that you're pulling back. And I'll hear the words, change is hard. (laughs) change is really hard do you know what you're asking of me Sally and then I will say 
where in the past has change been hard for you? So what we try to do is identify those areas in the past that might have been brought now to the surface. And many times the change is hard because they don't know what the outcome will be. Mm-hmm. If they could foresee what the outcome is, they'd be very willing, especially if it was positive, mm-hmm. to go through that change. Mm-hmm. It, but sometimes change can be hard, yeah, and it asks a lot of us. And don't you think, though, that once we make some changes, it does really feel good? Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, for some people, change is hard because it's fearful, mm-hmm. that, that uh, famous word fear. Mm-hmm. And all fear is is the acronym false evidence appears real. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't happened. No, it hasn't. Right. It hasn't happened. Right. Right. You also talk about how important it is to say no. Yeah. Could you talk yeah. a little bit about that? Uh, By saying no, number one, you are stating your needs, which is really important these days. You're making boundaries, and I can hear a lot of people out there feeling overwhelmed because they say yes to everything. They don't want to let anybody down. They don't want to disappoint anybody, and they feel as if they might owe somebody something. You don't. You really don't. What you need to do is to set an example for your own children, you know, whether they're with you or not, and teach them about boundaries. You can say, I mean, here's a perfect example. Um, A child may want you to go to some athletic event with them, but you know you have to spend some time writing up a proposal. So the conversation could be heard somewhat like this. Dad, I really want you to come to this meet I'm having. And the father could say, how about this? I would love to watch you at this meet, but I can't stick around for the whole thing, but I will be able to watch you because I have this proposal to do. Mm-hmm. That's a win-win situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing that, that the dad's made very clear is my son's important. Mm-hmm. My son has heard he's important to me. Mm-hmm. I will absolutely make the effort to be there. But he also knows that I have a job to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there is a great compromise. Mm-hmm. I, I know that if I personally, if I hadn't learned to say the word no, all of my kids would be driving brand new BMWs and they'd have the latest uh, cell phone every 30 days or something like that. Uh-huh. So it's a very, very important word. It's very important. We're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines because we have a caller. Yes, we do. We have got um, Barbara on the line from Seattle. Great. Hi, Barbara. How are you? Hi. Good. Thank you. I have a question regarding uh, Tuesday's show. 
and I didn't get a chance to call in and ask. Uh, you were talking about friendships and if they're draining on your system. And I, I feel like my birth family, my mother and my siblings, completely drain them. And they bring me some joy, but mostly I'm anxious and drained. Well, but it's my but it's my birth family, so I think, well, maybe it's my job here on Earth. Maybe that's what I'm here for, <laughs> to help them. Sounds like your, total, your question. I fit in. <laughs> your question just lines up with what we're talking about, just perfectly. Sure does. So what, what would you have to say to that, Sally? If you're not comfortable with them, even if they're your birth family, you need to find others of like mind. You need to set your own boundaries. It could be hard, but if I'm hearing they suck you dry, is that boosting your energy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just exhausted after I'm exhausted. on the phone with him. Yeah. Or after talking to him. But I feel like, well, maybe I'm supposed to grow from it, and I'm stronger than them, so I need to help them. Not just your job. Struggling. I'm trying it's, to struggle, which why I'm here. It's not with your them. job to help them. It's your huh. job to grow as a person and take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. If you change the dance, their feet have to follow. Oh, I like that. That's mm-hmm. really great. You've got. Yeah. And and it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable. It will happen. And, and, you know, if it fed you to care for your family in that way, then, yeah, that would be a positive sign that that's your job is to help teach them or model in mm-hmm. some way. But when it drains you, it's a sign that eh, that's not Mm-mm. in your best interest or mm-hmm. what's a part of your highest good. Uh, right. and, and you have to follow that, even if it goes against our human teachings about how we're supposed to dedicate ourselves to our family of origin. It's true. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's hard to turn your back or walk away. Yeah, but, but when you're not supposed to, it means that they're not going to grow with your advice and help. They're just going to continue to yeah. be irritated and annoyed by it. So it's, it's, not, it's a win-win if you start to say no, as Sally you know, recommends, and start to say yes to yourself. That could actually help them a whole lot more in ways that are very spontaneous and synchronistic. And, and then that's fun to kind of witness them grow without yeah. you trying to support them. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Sally, what are some um, techniques that, that Barbara could use about saying no? Because I can feel her guilt. I, I, yeah, I do, too. Yeah, I do, too. Um, what are some things that you like to do with this birth family? Um, I don't know. Yeah. We're all in different, <laughs> we're in different locations. We're not all together. I guess when we're all together, we kind of have fun, but it, that help that doesn't happen very often. I don't really have one thing I like to do with individually with them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Another sign. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, he, how, at what point do they drain you? Uh, a lot of times it's just the mention of their name or the phone call, and I see it's their phone number, and I just go, oh. 
I, I, I see the wires burning in the phone. Is that <laughs> funny? That was my first oh. first thought with the wires burning, as if you just don't even want anything to do with them. Right. And sometimes I don't answer the phone because just, I just don't want to go there. What would it be like if you said something like this? Thank you for calling. I really appreciate it, but I'm I'm going out tonight. I can't talk. So you're not dissing them entirely. Mm-hmm. You're acknowledging that they called. And if at some point you are talking to them and they begin to criticize, you have every right to say, you know what? I can't be part of this conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't deserve to be talked to that way. So you're setting some very strong boundaries around you and not allowing that behavior yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sad thing is I don't think they ever do that. They don't criticize me. I think they all think I'm pretty Aww. good. I mean, you know, I mean, that sounds kind of weird, but I, no. I, they, yeah. I think they truly love me. I just don't yeah. know. I just feel drained loving them back. Well, you know, and I, I think setting those boundaries, you know, it'll be interesting for you to kind of have a different point of view. Because if they're draining you, that means that there's somehow some lack of respect because you're mm-hmm. giving them great advice. Mm-hmm. You're counseling them for free, by the way. And mm-hmm. it sounds like yeah. often. Yeah. And and yet, if there was some mutual respect, they would take whatever it is that you said and put it to great use in their life. Exactly. And then mm-hmm. acknowledge you and say, wow, thank you so much. That was really helpful. And and then go off yeah. and play for a while and um, so, so there. I think there's something that you're going to learn about this relationship or these relationships mm-hmm. that you haven't quite gotten an awareness about yet. No, I have not. <laughs> that's gonna, I know that. It's going to help you set these boundaries. And when you set the yeah. boundaries, when you actually recognize that they're not necessarily respecting you, because it'd be a totally different ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, then, yeah. then you would be able to. Um, you'll notice that when you set the boundary, that they're going to pull back, and, and that's also a sign of a lack of respect because. Mm-hmm. When we set boundaries, people who mm-hmm. really honor us and cherish us and are our cheerleaders, they're happy to talk about it and they're curious about what you're feeling and they want to help in some way so that you feel better in the relationship. Right. So I think you're going to have a, a lot of fun. And I know you're not going to think it's fun, <laughs> but I think Sally knows what I'm talking about. Exactly. You're, over the next six months, you're going to have an interesting awakening about what this family really means to you, you you picked up, thankfully, that it's draining because that's a sign. Mm-hmm. It's important recognition about what's happening in your life. And now you're going to get a, a deeper understanding about what these relationships really mean to you personally and how these people actually fit in your life. Well, that would be great to know. Mm-hmm. Sounds, I know it'll be tough, but I think I appreciate you're, yeah. you're going to learn a lot. Don't okay. lose your voice. Don't okay. lose yeah. your voice. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. So, Barbara, what is one... I'm not Barbara, excuse me. Sally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All these names. So, Sally, what is one pearl that you could share with us? Just, you know, one tidbit for our listeners to get them started that you feel has been really helpful in helping all the people that you coach and all the people that call into your show. Balance. Find balance in your life. Find a way to say, I have too much on my plate. 
I can't do everything, but I can do some. Choose what your priorities are. It is so important. We, we can't do everything. Mm-hmm. It's true. We can't. And as I always say to uh, friends, family, clients, it's how we live that determines our life. So start where you stand. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's just fantastic. So now my question is, is basically for you, how do you do it? How do you maintain a professional full-time coaching business, run your radio show, um, you know, speak to people, write books, and take well, care of three kids? Is that right, three kids? Well, they're all grown, thank ah, goodness, right now. Yeah, I understand but that But if one. you were to look at my office after doing an event last night and preparing for this book launch, it looks as if a bomb hit it. <laughs> it really does. And it's interesting to to be aware of what this chaos does. For me, I feel um, disconnected. I don't feel as productive, and that really irritates me. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I like that feeling of okay, I've got my ducks in a row. I'm ready to go. I'm fully charged up. And when it looks like this, I'm going. You better read your book, Sally. <laughs> but don't you have to have those, you know, moments where oh, you, you just let to. things fall apart and yeah. and and yeah. let things kind of get cluttered at least for a few days. You do, and you can't yourself up about it. Right, right. My husband said to me, can your calendar talk to my calendar? <laughs> I love that. That's really lovely. I said, yeah, sure. And he said, what about staying home this weekend instead of yeah. going north? I said, oh my gosh, that would be great. <laughs> and, and so part of that is recognizing what feeds your soul. Like your yeah. husband said, let's stay home. And you knew instantly that that filled up your being. And then it does. You can relax and clean yep. up your office over the next yep. two or three days yeah. and enjoy it while you have a cup of tea and go for a walk and, right. you know, pull a f- few weeds when you walk back in the house. That's, and... perf- that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> exactly. And so you were a professional athlete, is that correct? I was. I played a lot of tennis. Oh, A lot of cool. tennis. Huh. Yeah, that's something my both my husband and I share. Hmm. And is passion that... for that and skiing. Oh, and so is that what led you into coaching? Because... Athletes, you know, a lot of athletes, not everyone, but a lot of athletes tend to be great teachers because they master a skill set and art form, um, and then they learn how to teach others. Well, it also um, requires tremendous focus. Mm -hmm. Um, Playing tennis, you really do have to focus. You have to tune out a lot. And many times you can play mind games um, when you see that your opponent may be strained or tired. You think, oh, I've got this in the bag, no problem. Well, guess what? You just lost the next three games. Mm, Right, right. So you really do have to stay focused and say, what do I need to do? Not, oh, my my opponent's going to allow me to win. I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you stay focused. You listen to your insides. You, um, there's, there's a lot that has to do with 
mind, body, and soul. It's, mm-hmm. it's all so integrated. Um, I'm, I'm looking over the book, uh, GPS for Success, and I'm reminded of one of the chapters that I really enjoyed, which is chapter 10, and it's about Jeff Atkins. Mm-hmm. And he is this bubble blower. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, he's this master bubble blower. And he actually got involved in in being a professional bubble blower um, related to um, a chance meeting he had with a child that had autism. Yeah. And um, and now it's his profession. And I think that's one of the great things about this book is that you get to see how people can have really odd, interesting careers. He makes great money. He speaks all over the country. Yeah. And he, it's an art form for him. So he gets to entertain people, do something really, really fun that he loves to do, and get paid for it. Right. And so is that kind of what GPS for Success is about, is letting people know that you don't have to stay in mainstream? You don't. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he... I am a firm believer, live your passion. Uh-huh. Right. Live your passion. And I'm working with somebody now that said to me, but I don't know what my passion is. And one way to get around that is to rephrase the question. Mm-hmm. If you knew what your passion was, what would it be? And then they could list 15 things. But when you ask them directly, what is your passion? They can't answer it. But if you say, if you knew what your passion was, they become much more imaginative. They're childlike imagination takes hold, and they go back to that place between the ages of 8 and 10. Hmm. And they think about what brought smiles hmm. to their faces. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. So Jeff Atkins talks about, he was actually a Waldorf um, special education person. And then he um, started this business, the Bubble Wonders. Yeah. And uh, he, he was... People, the person who interviewed him said, um, uh, you know, well, do you make enough money? And he said that actually the year he was interviewed anyway, that he was making like five times the amount of money or ten times the amount of money he did before he started this new career. So even when you do odd or unusual things, if it feeds your soul, you have great potential to create a lot of financial comfort in your life. Um, and it's really, I think a lot of people think that if you do what feeds you passionately, that you're going to be in poverty or you know, like that starving artist kind of syndrome. I was just thinking of that, Marie. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the phrase starving artist. Right. But you know what? The artist is doing exactly what ignites their heart. Exactly. I completely agree. And it sounds like you like to help people do that. So how can people reach you? They can reach me through my website, www.sally, S-A-L-L-I-E, Felton, F is in Frank, E-L-T-O-N, lifecoach.com. They can call me, 978-626-0090, or email me right directly through the website. Lovely, lovely. And congratulations to your, the first book that's completely all about you and your other two books that you co-authored and, of course, what you and your husband are writing together about depression. That's fabulous. Thank you. Thank, and thank you so much for coming on the show. It was just a oh, pleasure to speak with you. Well, it's a pleasure to have another host 
talk to another host. Yeah, it's great. It really is. And you are doing a wonderful job. So kudos to you and your team. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And joyful blessings in Massachusetts. Thank you. All righty. Thanks a lot, Sally. So um, we're going to, you know, it's Thursday here, and we've been interviewing Sally Felton. On Tuesday, we'll be back to Boot Camp for the Soul. So it'll just be me on the air taking calls, and we'll have a lovely topic to talk about. And Eric will join in and offer his two cents and awareness and questions, as always, which we so appreciate. Absolutely. And, you know, it, I've been away for a couple of weeks, so I'm not sure what our, our Boot Camp for the Soul um, test, if you will, yeah. uh, that, that I, we're doing yeah. is anymore. I know. I don't, I don't think we have any tests anymore. We did challenges until June. Yeah, the challenges. Right. Yeah. And so now we're working on helping people to use their own intuition. Okay. You know, at least, I, I thought that was the challenge we left off on, yeah. but I wasn't sure if we had done a, a, an additional challenge since then, since I've been gone for no, a couple No, I think weeks, that so. everyone needs six months. And six you, months. Okay. And you need to remind me because sometimes I just go ahead and give them the intuitive and uh-huh. I need to encourage them to use their intuition. And on Thursday next week, we will be interviewing Christopher Renstrom, one of my favorite astrologers. So you'll definitely want to call in. And and remember, we go live right a little bit after noon. So you want to start calling in just a tad after 12 so that you can give your birth information. Mm -hmm. Christopher's in Utah. He's very popular. So uh, you definitely want to get on 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 the ball with that phone call. And then I'm going to be speaking, I know this sounds early, but on 11, 11, 11, so November 11th, 2011, I'll be speaking at East West Bookshop. And the I'm teaching this um, class about um, riding the wave of happiness for 2012. And I spoke um, at this class or taught this class at the same venue in April, and it was sold out. So we're encouraging people to call East West Bookshop. You can go to my website, link onto their um, page, or actually call their um, bookstore and go ahead and buy your tickets now because I think it's it might be sold out again. And so I'm just giving you um, a heads up right now. You could call your talk. We're number one since it'll be on eleven, eleven, eleven. Oh my gosh! All ones there. All ones. I know. And eleven's yeah. a magical number in numerology. It's about partnership, which is really interesting. But it's also about luck and and having synchronicity come into your life and just being incredibly fortunate. It's a very powerful number. So I'm so excited that. I get to be a speaker um, at East West Bookshop that night and um, kind of rein in all that specialness with all of you. It's it's very exciting. And, of course, we want to thank our listeners again for listening to the show for the last three years. Um, Eric and I really love being a part of the show and uh, listening to all of you and helping you as much as we can. You can always go to my Facebook page and become a friend, and we can chat, and you'll get updates about classes and workshops and events and things that are going on in my life, and I love to hear about what's going on in your life, too. Or you can follow me on Twitter. You can go to my website, energyintuitive.com, and sign up for all of those things right on the homepage. I also have a lot of things on YouTube, um, videos from um, the Healing Within series with Dr. Sheila Denmerit. so that's always fun to watch. Thank you, everyone, for calling into the show today and for listening, and welcome back, Eric. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. We hope you get some rest tonight. I'll try. Yeah. As soon as you go home, go to bed. Oh, I don't know what's recommended. Maybe you stay up and then go to bed, right? I'm just going to try to go to bed on time. And know. were the cats okay that you were gone? They were great. They, I think they actually kind of missed me, which was <laughs> touching to see Aww. them. And, and they uh, they seemed to, seemed to be happy to see me again. Oh, so well, good. I'm sure they got great care while you were gone. Thank you, everyone. Joyful blessings until next week. Bye-bye.